Welcome to The Drop, a podcast about VVNFTs. Enjoy today's show. What is up, VV fam? This is episode number nine of The Drop Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Moon. Jack, how are you doing? Life's good, right? Um, I know you just got back from vacation, Ryan. I was celebrating Kenny Chesney down here in uh, Pittsburgh over the weekend. Uh, you know, we got to see the latest movie of Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, mixed feelings about that. But yeah, a lot to talk about. Some some cool marketing, right, we've seen. Star Wars happened, so we have a lot to catch up there on. But uh, how's all with you? Everything's good, man. Like you said, I just got back from vacation. I went to the Outer Banks. I got to hang out with my wife, my son, a couple of our friends that have kids as well. It's I would highly encourage you hang out with people that are in the same life phase, because once you have a child, it can sometimes feel chaotic. But when you see other people having chaotic times as well, it makes you feel better about your own life. So definitely surround yourself with the right people. But so no- the more chaos, the bit, the better. That's what you're saying, right? Just surround yourself with absolute chaos and everything will be okay. I couldn't have said it better myself, Jack. That's uh, profound wisdom that you just dropped right there. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, you know, we're back. We took a couple weeks off. Um, we wanted to make sure that the content was relevant to everything that's happened in VV, which is a lot. Um, and we're going to dive into it today. So to start it off, let's kick it right off. Jack, what did you think about the series of Star Wars drops that VV produced for the community? So they definitely delivered there, right? Everyone had been asking for it. Um, it's been on everyone's radar and everyone's mind for a long time with, you know, May 4th, uh, Obi-Wan series dropping, which is great, by the way, as well. I think episode five, as of today, was the last one released. So, you know, we, we got to see Vader on there. We have Vader on Vivi. Uh, the animation is great. I think expectations, even though in both of our opinions, Vader is a grail, right? Um, expectations were still pretty high. Everyone was still saying, or not everyone, but, you know, I'm grouping some people just in, saying that he was going to the moon right away. It's like, no, we're still in a bear market, right? We're still in a bit of, I guess, officially we've entered the recession phase, Um with the actual stock market, but right, things are declining. There's just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of inflation going on, which is severely impacting VV and the cryptocurrency market. Um, but yeah, Star Wars is here. We should be excited, but it, it seems like it just kind of fizzled out all of a sudden, right? People are still still always want more, no matter how much this VV team delivers, people are still just wanting more and more. Um, I do not have Darth Vader yet, so that's on my to-do list. I know you have the ultra rare, Ryan, so I'll let you talk about that in a second. I do have the full set of the posters, though, which I was pretty excited about. Um, I didn't buy any on the drop, but I bought them immediately then in the second mar- second-hand market. Uh, which I've been doing a little bit, a little bit more of lately, rather than just going for things, you know, on the drop, just a little more bargain hunting, I guess, at times, whenever I'm weighing the pros and cons. And then I did buy the full set of lightsabers too. Um, I hit two on the drop, being the Luke Skywalker and the Mace Windu. Mace Windu being one of my favorite Jedi. Uh, love the purple lightsaber too. Um, and then complete completed that set. And, you know, the lightsabers were getting knocked for a while. And I know the prices are still falling, right, just consistently with all the other collectibles across the market. Um, and I don't know the exact statistics, so, you know, forgive me. Um, 
but they were somebody was tweet you know all these tweets there's all this data out there about how many lightsabers are sold in a calendar year at the theme parks right and all of disney stores and it's money it's, it's monstrous right and everyone's like oh you know the the addition size of these lightsaber nfts they're they're too big right the, these are never gonna you know rise in value too too much but it's like no it's really just a drop in the bucket whenever you take a step back and you look at how the the revenue from these lightsabers you know it, it's insane you go to any disney park and at night you know you see all these lightsabers lit up kids are you know clashing and fighting and pretending to be their their favorite jedi and you know this franchise isn't going anywhere they're continuously just releasing content around it right so it's it's exciting yeah, it was so it's so cool that you brought up the uh, light, how people, you know, at Disney World or something, all the lightsabers lit up because um, they had like the Star Wars celebration event. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think like sixty five thousand people went to that event alone where not to mention VV marketed to yeah. all those people that could come into the app and see all this Star Wars stuff, which was great for entry level newcomers to the community. Right. And I actually will talk about that briefly. Um, so one of the things that I think Vivi did with this whole entire system of drops. So we had what the we had obviously the comic at, on May fourth, which was the beginning. The Obi Wan comic, yeah. It, well, no, we had the Star Wars right, number yep, one, yep, yep. Um, and then we had the lightsabers, and then we had the Obi Wan comic, and then we had the posters, and then we had Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and so. You look at that series of drops, and they made the addition size on the lightsabers obviously enormous, right? And it didn't sell out for a while as a blind box. So, you know, a lot of people were gambling, trying to get the secret rare, which I think was going for about like 130 bucks or something like that. So, you know, you essentially almost tripled your money or doubled your money, right? But nonetheless, I think that what they tried to do is make it so when they did market to all these people at the Star Wars celebration, when they would go into the app for the first time, they would go to those lightsabers and see that they could buy them from the store. Yeah, I think that was a strategical marketing move by Vivi. They intentionally made the lightsabers and a uh, high edition count to give new users a, a better experience than just going and seeing everything sold out and they have to buy it on the secondary market. And then you get to you know Darth Vader, which we were all so excited about, right? And what I loved what they did with Darth Vader was that they kept the edition sizes lower, right? You only have 5,500 editions for the ultra rare version, which keeps it kind of scarce. I mean, you're talking about Darth Vader. This is the greatest villain of all time out of every movie that's ever been made, right? The most popular villain. Once people come into Vivi, you think... 5,500 is going to be enough to serve that entire community and the way people hold on to these things, especially the collectors. So I love the fact that, you know, they kind of teased a big edition size and then they brought the grail in and they kept the edition size relatively smaller so that significance can stay there through the ages. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, Like you said, Ryan, you know, whenever the masses come in, the number of Vaders that are out there they don't stand a chance, right? I mean, there's just way too many fans out there on a, a global standpoint for for those to you know be just laying around. People are definitely going to be picking them off. Um, oh, and I was going to say too, you know, one of the things that I estimated. Obviously, we're in a bear market, right? Mm-hmm. And things uh, on the drop, they're going under retail. The only time you see something go above retail, if it's ultra rare or a secret rare, it has lower editions. Yep. And so, you know, my guess was 
because it was Darth Vader, I still thought the common and uncommon were going to go above retail mm-hmm. just a little bit. And I think they did. It was like 100 or... Common was up to 130 yeah. at one point, I think, uncommon. And again, this is a little while. I, I've been trying to remove myself from the marketplace from checking you know, hourly, daily. I, I've been trying to take a step back. So I don't know how accurate this is for you know all-time highs or whatnot but i definitely saw the common at around you know 130 140 and uncommon up to yeah like you know 175 did 180 so and so it it dropped back down a little bit but nonetheless i guessed that the ultra rare would only hit like at top 500 bucks on the secondary market and that thing you know it it went did dip below a thousand and i guess people were shocked by that and it got all the way up to almost two point seven thousand dollars on the secondary market 24 hours after drop and now it's right around floating around 1.5 so clearly in a bear market like this we see that there's only you know maybe 350 of them on the market um and it's holding a pretty high value the thing that really makes me excited about having that piece is there's no meat left over in it from the pump in January. Right. It came in a bear market and it's still holding this type of floor. So imagine when a bull market comes around and I'm saying when, cause that will happen again. We're just, it's not the right time, but when that happens, where, where could this collectible go? That's true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's already factored in the, the bear market, you know, factors and um, you know, those, I guess, external, you know, forces that, that are impacting the price and, you know, driving everything down, right? Being that it was released in this current market sentiment, a lot of that is just built into the price. So this is the true price that we're seeing today. Um, unlike some of the other grail pieces, I, I know you and I both just picked up a Todd, right? And I I had the price target. I said, if it hit this price, I was buying it. I did it right. It's it's still fallen quite a bit since then, but I was like, hey, I wanted to secure my my piece of history here, um, and who knows how 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 far they will continue to fall. Um, but you know, I know you and I still remain extremely bullish on the project, and you know, just all the the various tags that you know Darth Vader has with the FA, and you know Todd has with the FA, and you know those, those different. Um, those different values that, you know, really drive it. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the most amazing things about Vivi, right? Is that they have so many first appearances in the Mm -hmm. blockchain of the characters that we love and adore. Um, and that are obviously reimagining how these IPs are going to be positioned in the future, right? Like you have Obi-Wan and you have some characters introduced into that series and they're clearly continuing the franchise and mm-hmm. revolutionizing it for the next generation. And so these these IPs are not going to die. They're going to grow. And along with that growth, that history is going to become more and more vibrant when you have these, you know, Gen Zers and millennials like us. Um, when we get to that stage where we're collecting history, the things that we're going to be talking about is first appearance in the blockchain because yeah. the blockchain is going to become part of our daily lives. It's it's a digital infrastructure like we talk about on this channel all the time. It's a digital infrastructure that solves so many problems that the everyday normal person is going to use it and reference it just like they would the internet or social media or their phones. And so when you look at it that way, 
Vivi has all the history on their side. Not to mention, I mean, you have over 200 licenses with some of the biggest IPs. They have over 100 that haven't even been released on the app yet. You're, you're talking about, you know, sports, celebrities, music. Um, you have... Uh, um, like different types of luxury cars, even mm-hmm. you have all the new movies that are coming, right? So we've already seen it with some of the AMC, right? With um, Jurassic Park, right? This was the first appearance of Jurassic Park. We just got the T Rex. I know you have the the UR. I got the rare, right? The animation is is pretty sweet. I was knocking the 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 gimpy leg on the UR a little bit, but it's one of the coolest animated NFTs out there, right? If you throw it in the real world, it's like you know you have a T Rex towering over your house, or you know poking its head out of the the bathroom or something, you know wherever you drop it, like that's pretty freaking cool, um, you know. And people are getting so creative with it within their vaults, and you know just all over the place. Some some really cool content out there. Um, so we already saw it with Jurassic Park, right? And then we have, um, you know, with that being the first appearance of it, we've already seen Pixar, but Vivi just tweeted about Buzz Lightyear, right? The Lightyear movie. Um, so that'll be the, the FA of Buzz coming um, whenever that movie drops. And again, you know, another partnership with AMC doing some marketing. You know, it's a little bit under the radar, I guess. You know, I don't know if it's really appealing to the masses, but, you know, I, I do think that this is going to be a domino effect where, you know, it just keeps trickling and, and you know, snowballing and, and, and getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, with marketing, we, we saw some of the stuff that you mentioned, Ryan, at um, the Star Wars event, right? You know, appealing to that group. Uh, we just appealed to, you know, another market within Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, Lightyear, that, that'll bring on some new users as well. Um, and, and who knows what else they, they have planned for the future. We had Decon just the other week. Um, so, you know, I'm sure some new use, users were onboarded there. Some new fans were made, some great connections and, and networking and everything. So we're slowly starting to see some of these pieces fall into place. And I think it's cool, too, you bring up the Decon because I saw so many pictures of the community finally getting together in real life. And I just thought it was so cool because, you know, on one end, you do have new users coming in. On another end, you have the core foundational community growing closer and closer, Mm -hmm. even in a time when things are dipping at rates we never thought they would dip. And so um, I think, you know, right now, one of the best things that we can do is just come alongside one another, encourage one another and become a closer, tighter knit community. And that's exactly what you saw with the Decon event, which I thought was amazing because it just really shows how dedicated, how committed and and how cool this community really is. And, um, you know, when you think about Vivi, right, on one end, they've missed these timelines, the soons, the whens, the the blah, 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 right? You have the fodders, you have the cynics, you have the people that say they're not real NFTs, which they are. But on the other end, right, let's take, let's reflect on where they've been in just one year, right? In February of 2021, and a lot of this information um, I reference right now, I got directly from Taps Trades YouTube video where he talks about why he's still so bullish about Ecomi and Vivi and the Mm -hmm. Omi token, right? So we'll link that below. I would highly, highly recommend, please go watch that video because it's so well broken down, diving into the practical numbers of why Vivi has been really so successful, even in a bear market like we're in right now and with all this speculation and FUD. So I'll go watch that video, it'll be linked in the description. But nonetheless, in February of 2021, Jack, Vivi grossed 
$40,000 of gems in the store. You fast forward a year and three months later, they've grossed 220 million gems in the store. And that's in the NFTs alone. They've mm-hmm. sold over 6.2 million NFTs. When Taps broke this down, that's the equivalent to 610,000 PFP NFT projects. And these aren't JPEGs. They're augmented reality NFTs, which is the next installation of our digital infrastructure and future. You think about all the ways in which they've developed and come along in their journey. You take a step back, you look at that, you compare it to the space. Vivi's light years ahead of so many other projects when you look at it beyond just these simple MTLs, KYCs, um, OMI to NFTs, cryptocurrency. Look at the digital infrastructure they've created for the future of where things are headed. Another thing that he talked about in this video was how a lot of these NFT projects, because the dip is so great, they're having to pivot away from just JPEGs and they're actually having to start to implement augmented reality and virtual reality and like mixed reality Mm -hmm. stuff. But Vivi started that from the beginning. They had that built into their app from the beginning because they saw that as the future. They almost forecasted it and prophesied it. So I take all that into account to say, in the short term, yeah, a lot of people want to cash out. A lot of people want to buy things with cryptocurrency, put it in their wallets. I understand that. On the other end, this is a centralized platform that has the biggest IPs in the world that is actually planted in the future with the ways in which they've set things up. And I I'm, I will continue to be extremely bullish about that whole entire concept. Yeah, I think it's one thing to bet against VV, right? I, I know there's days where I'm pulling my hair out and frustrated. I'm like, you know, hindsight's supposed to be 2020 yet, you know, the same mistakes seem to be being made on occasion, you know, and, and I get it, right? It's, these are uncharted waters, you know, no, you know, this is the last frontier to a certain degree and it, it hasn't been done before. So the, the unknown is, is great, right? There, there's a lot of mystery out there, but at the same time, I'm like, if, if you don't know because it is still a mystery and it is the unknown, then you know why continue to make some of these promises. So you know th- those are some of the reasons why I might not be. You know, if I was a gambling man walked into the casino, I don't know if I'd be betting on Vivi. But it's not just Vivi, like you said, Ryan. Right? It's these massive IPs that they're partnered with. They're not just you know riding on their coattails. They have partnerships with them. They have licensing agreements with them, and they're the largest IPs in the in the world. And so it's like, yeah, I'm not betting against that team though. And Vivi's on that team, right? They're, they're all together on the same sidelines, um, you know, changing the the NFT space, changing the metaverse, changing you know cryptocurrencies and and everything in that digital realm. Um, and the AR is is groundbreaking. Like you said, people are trying to play catch up then with with that feature that they have because of um, the market share and the just the opportunity there that, you know, the entire world and all of these other sectors see for, you know, revenue and growth. And it's like Vivi already has that. So, yeah, you know, they're they're missing the mark on some of these other things and, um, you know, maybe losing the, the trust of some of the users. But again, I, I'm not going to bet against Disney. I'm not going to bet against, you know, Marvel, DC and 
all of these hundreds of other brands that they have, um, you know, in the bag. And it's like, obviously they sold these massive um, corporations and IPs on a vision. So, you know, again, we're probably just looking through the keyhole here as to what Vivi's allowing us to see rather than, you know, just waiting for them to, to open up the curtains and, you know, watch the show because I'm sure there's going to be some fireworks here, even if it is, you know, a later, a little later down the road. Yeah. And I, I think there has been so much anticipation and anxiousness and that's why you see such that like short term, like impulse reaction, mm-hmm. you know, knee jerk reaction. But once some of these things actually do start to get rolled out, which they will, obviously not in the time that we want them to, but they will, then you're going to see sent- sentiment start to change. You're going to see the realities that Vivi actually does know exactly what they're doing. And yes, they have different weak spots, but the overarching theme of what they've accomplished is amazing. It's great. It's powerful. And they're they're making waves in the NFT space because in the midst of so much going down and under, I can't even tell you how many people have left the NFT space. I don't know the number, but it's massive. Um, how many projects have died? And all these different companies that were around six months ago and now they're gone is tremendous. Like if you were to research the numbers on this, they are staggering. They would they would really surprise you. You look at Vivi, you can still get a drop in Vivi, just like I got the ultra rare Vader on the yeah. drop. I spent 80 bucks and I sold it for two grand and I bought it back at 1.5 and got a better mint but nonetheless like i spent 80 bucks yeah that's Where a pretty else? nice like i don't even know what your x is there right but that's incredible within you know minutes yeah that's a that's like a 15 that's almost a 16 or 17 x yeah that's insane so you know you look at you look at that and you just say to yourself man what vivi's created like the foundation isn't there yet but it is in a lot of ways and I love the fact that if you go and research, okay, what's the metaverse going to look like in the future? You're going to see so many articles pop up around augmented reality. Yeah. You're going to see Apple, right? VV works through the Apple store. It's the top 15 grossing in-app purchases for apps on the app store, which is insane. If you look at, um, I think it's Crunchy Rolls, which is the top anime streaming app so kind of like the netflix for anime sony just bought out that company for 1.7 billion that's what they are evaluated at their monthly gross was 163 million now what number did i just tell you about vivi which their their gross or their gross last year was 163 million i apologize it wasn't their monthly it was their overall so they were evaluated at 1.7 billion. Now you look at Vivi, who does 2.2 million or mm-hmm. 202. Two, I'm screwing this up. Too many numbers. Yeah, it's a Monday. It's like, jeez. <laughs> 200, 220 million, right? Now, obviously, that wasn't the net, but if you were to give Vivi an evaluation today, and this is based again on that information that Taps Trades went through. They would be evaluated at eight hundred million to a billion dollars, wow. and that's in one year, in a bear market year too, right? I mean, like, look, yeah. look at everything that's going on in the world. I mean, 
heck, you pull up to a gas station, you're spending, you know, seven bucks on a gallon of gas. You're telling me, you know, people have a lot of, you know, discretionary income right now. They, they don't, right? They're paying $7. It costed me $120 to fill up my car the other day. It's like, yeah, that money's not going to VV. That's going to my car to get me to and from my job, to and from my house. You know, that, that money's going towards, you know, food and groceries and everything else that's costing an arm and a leg right now. So it's like, yeah, people don't have this, you know, play money, this fun money to be pouring into the app right now. It's going elsewhere for necessities. So I, I do think, you know, once things kind of level out here and re- return to a um, state of, you know, a n- normality, we'll see more money flowing in again. Yeah. And, and the, the web, the web platform too, right, is going to greatly simplify that by, by lowering some of the fees. So right there, they're slowly but surely chipping down and, and breaking down these barriers so that, you know, we can really, um, you know, gas up this jet and, and lift off here. And not to mention, too, I mean, we still have the VV-verse that they, I mean, obviously, I don't want to stick to the deadlines they say because they haven't yet proven that they're going to actually hit some of those. But by the end of the year, we're supposed to have an iteration, a phase one of the VV-verse. Now, you know, you're literally, in a lot of ways, we're going to see one of the first real VV, like the metaverse is created when the VV verse, the phase one comes out, right? Like you're going to have a home, you're going to be able to visit other people's vaults. You're going to be able to, you know, look at different people's collections and set those up in really unique ways. Talk to people. It's going to kind of become more of a social friendly platform where it's, it's lacking in a lot of ways right now. Mm -hmm. But the only other places where you have like these centralized metaverses, I guess you could say is like, you know, Minecraft and Meta's working on a metaverse. Alibaba's working on a metaverse. Um, You know, you have Roblox, you have Decentraland, you have the Sandbox. But how many are really like high quality, good experiences where you have really a sense of reality? Yeah. And I think when the the VVverse introduces that for the first time, because of the way they set up their infrastructure with the augmented reality and the placement in real life and the vaults and the and eventually setting up a home and talking to different people, I think their foundation to be a future metaverse company is amazing. It's fantastic. It's in the future. And if we can look past some of the failures of their team to deliver on timelines... We all want cash out. The other thing too, here's another thing. Drop some knowledge on us. One of the reasons we want cash out so bad right now is because the economy around us is crashing. People are fearful. They want to load up gems so they can cash out in case things are going to fail, right? That's one of the main reasons people want cash out right now. Now, if everything was pumping, Right. If oh, my Todd yeah. was just hit 5K, went up to eight, it was going to 12. I got news. You're not cashing out. You're going to sit on that. You're going to ride it and mm-hmm. you're going to gamble to the top. Yeah. Licking right? your chops, right? Probably checking it like OCD, like I do, you know, hourly, you know, waking up in the middle of the night because you can't sleep. Oh, I'll roll over and check, you know, VV prices in the marketplace right now. Shoot Ryan a text at 2 a.m. Hey, you know, Look what this is at. Uh, not the case right now, right? Because it, it's fear. Fear is driving us from an emotional standpoint and making us act irrational in some cases. Exactly. And so you look at all that and you just say to yourself, man, Vivi is going to be fine. Relax. 
like uh, I think Hello K said in the space once, go outside. Yeah, it's summertime. Look at the trees. Yeah, feel the breeze. Listen to the birds sing. Lay in a hammock, take a nap. You know, pour (laughs) pour yourself a nice little mai tai, a little margarita. Drop your uh, drop your T Rex and AR and let it scream at you. You know, these are these are great things you can do in this time because right now, yeah, we're not going to go to the moon. It's not going to happen, but. There will be a light at the end of this tunnel, and we will be just fine. But nonetheless, this is episode number nine of The Drop. We hope that you took away some value from this episode. Uh, Jack, did you have any closing words? Just, you know, throw us a like, throw us a comment, throw us a subscription. You know, let us know if we're acting like a bunch of fools up here. Let us know if you like our content. You know, we again, we, we love the community. This is where we've built some friendships, some relationships and everything. Um, and to infinity and beyond cheers guys see you next week thank you for listening to today's episode please make sure to subscribe share and rate the podcast we'll see you next week